Hey, Nick. Happy Monday. TJ, happy Monday, buddy. What do we talk about in today's program? Dude, a lot of football talk. Love it. You know, NFL ends, but we got the XFL now, baby. XFL, it's battle hawk time. We discussed what was going on in the XFL and, and, and really had a kind of a heavy sports discussion today on the show. Yeah, we talked about which sport you think is the toughest to be the best at. We mentioned uh, golf, obviously, football, pretty much all of them. Yeah. But we had our rankings. We ranked which ones we right, think are top. Um, so we wanted to hear your opinions as well. That's 314-877-8597 or on social media at our new tag, which is at Brews, B-O-T-B. And Nick, we are sponsored. By STL Distillery. You can find them online, stldistillery.com. They got a great vodka called Brew Vodka, distilled from craft beer at $19.99 a bottle. It's affordable, and it is delicious. No chaser needed. So head on over to 755 Freedens Road, Sweet B, St. Charles, Missouri, 63303 to pick yourself up a bottle of Brew Vodka. While you're there, you can tell them TJ and Nick from Brews on the Balcony sent you. They'll give you a free tour and a free tasting. So you pick up that bottle of Brew Vodka, enjoy a little time with some friends and family, and then while you're out and about this weekend, Drink that vodka. Tell us what you think of it. And uh, we appreciate them being a sponsor of Brews on the Balcony. All right, guys. Enjoy the show. Well, hello. You're listening to Brews on the Balcony with TJ Weber. So I got to show my boobs. And Nick Gale. Hey there, big daddy. Did you hear that? What a weirdo. Oh, hey, Nick. Ah, what up, dude? What is going on? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Is the first Monday we've been back? Yeah, uh, I know. It's, in a while. It's, it's been a while. It has been a while. But officially back on Mondays now that the NFL season is up completed yeah how'd you feel on sunday not getting up and doing a football show well i still had to get up and do other work so it was it was like another normal sunday had to come down here and grab the camera then i had to go shoot football practice and pick up my parents from the airport Ah, coming back from cleveland Mm -hmm. and then i had to get lunch yeah how was their uh, their time in uh, old lebron country old lebron country they said it was good they said they were slinging the podcast hard on the recruiting trail you know really getting getting it out there they're really uh, good that, that Nick and TJ are doing great work with Brews on the Balcony. Dad took an order for another cornhole board after showing somebody uh, the Brews on the Balcony cornhole boards that he made for me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So now he's got to make some, I think, Alabama Crimson Tide ones for ah, yes. somebody that's going to uh, – Going to Roll Tide Country. Good shit. That's cool. No, yeah. he did a great job on the the ones we yeah, have. Yeah, hopefully and... we can just, you know, start selling those. Maybe, maybe I mean, so it's, those, it's no extra work for us. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? right? As long just, as Big T could, you know, put out like a couple sell, hundred a week. You sell know? those like probably 600 bucks pop. Sell them like hotcakes. Those, those things, those are some nice cornhole boards. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you they are. Sell them, you know, Big T, you can get your cut and, and we can we can ship those things. Maybe. You know, back in the those, day. Those, you'd have to be able to, we can't ship those. You'd have to, no, those no. have to be pick up by uh, local pickup only because those things would be uh, they're, they're heavy they would cost more to ship than they would cost to make yeah i agree D- did you know back in the day i actually had an idea of doing like a lawn game company you had an idea well yeah i have ideas sometimes i mean that's kind of what started this i'm it the was, one that was, started brews on the balcony i'm the one that had, got you into it so uh, yeah you, you had you had two ideas you said podcast or lawn game company and you chose podcast yeah it's kind of wild isn't it wild well i feel like the podcast could help the lawn game company true 
You know, good, that's down good, the road. Good promotion for but the lawn game company. My dad's buddy, actually one of our top pickers uh, for football this year, Mark Hessler, made me some boards, uh, or I should say made dad, who gave them to me for my birthday. And we said, man, there's a company here. Like, there, there's something here where, like, we love lawn games, but it's already been done a lot, Nick. You know, right, it's yes. hard and it's, it's a lot of work for uh, for one set, you know? Yeah, a lot of work. Uh, I mean, depending on what the lawn game is, cornhole. Depending on if you're making custom bags and making custom boards and all that jazz. If you're just doing the boards, you might be able to get away with it. But uh, yeah. I'm sure what other lawn game? I like guess the Hoosier you, Golf you, you can make. With you can make the Hoosier Golf. You can make uh, some washer sets. You could you make, make washers. Yeah. I guess theoretically you could make horseshoe sets. Mm-hmm. It would really just be the horseshoes and the stake that you jam into the ground. Correct. Uh, lawn darts. Lawn darts. Can I know be those have been yeah. kind of outlawed in a lot of places because turns out throwing sharp objects at each other is high in the air. N- high in the air isn't the safest thing in the world. Yeah, I've heard that. But nonetheless, that's neither here nor there. Yes, uh, I I don't know. I think that there is a business in there. You know, with uh, our brand, I think eventually that could become so. a thing. Tailgating wise, well, you know where we start is koozies. Koozies, something we've been talking about since day one. We have not done yet. Which yeah, shocks me. That's gonna you know? be definitely on the uh definitely on the agenda. Maybe uh maybe maybe you can just get a koozie company to sponsor us, just to send us in bulk. Be nice. That way you don't have to pay for them, you know? Yeah. I mean, we do enough for people out here. The least they could do is send us free shit, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we definitely give them I mean, a lot of business. I oh mean, wait, no, we don't yet. I mean, we, you know, deserve to just be given a ton of free shit. <laughs> Because we just because were us. we are so good at what we do. Yeah. That's, well, that's, we, I mean, we are putting in long hours here. Yeah, that's right. I just want to be an influencer. That's all I want to be. That'd be great, wouldn't it be? Just, you think we'll ever be influencers? No, uh, kind mean, of are, sort uh, of. Either got to show our tits or oh, uh, ass, so we might be able to do <laughs> it. Yes, that's true. You think we could be Instagram models? Uh, save that. I don't think so. I um, think we should, that would be. If it's all humor-based, maybe. Just an entire account. You know, we'll just do side-by-sides. We'll take. The attractive models of Instagram. Yeah. And then we will just replicate exactly what they're doing. Male and female, so you know we're not we're not being sexist here at all. We'll take you know, we'll be everybody. And then you and me mm-hmm. will be on the other side of it, you know, mimicking. So like kinda like we did when we were in Tampa. So like Emily Radikowski. Yes. Uh she's yeah, she's doing okay for herself. Um, she puts a, a hot bod pic of her in a bikini on the Yes. Yacht. We go recreate that. Yes. And number one, we don't have any of those three things. A bikini that would look good on a man, um, a, a hot bod, and uh, yeah, we don't have any of those. Oh, we have two or three. I have a hot bod. I work out. No, you don't. And I could probably get us access to a- You're a, too hairy, though. Uh, you, that's why That's why I'm using- You always talk about your body hair. That's why we have- That's uh, why we're using Manscaped. Manscaped. You know, Nick, you can get 20% <laughs> off today. Look how we did that. Look that at that. so good. 20% off today if you go to manscaped.com, promo code BOTB. I don't know if you've used this yet, Nick. I have. This, I have used it. This Look lawnmower this. 3.0. I don't want to see it. He's actually showing me. This is disgusting. Just just please just don't do that. Look, there's, there's no marks here. Jesus no Christ. No red marks. It's their third generation trimmer. Features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions, Nick, and I'm telling you, millions of balls. Millions are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. So go online today, get 20 percent off, and free shipping 
with code BOTB at manscaped.com. Once again, 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code BOTB. Makes a great Valentine's gift for your husband, your boyfriend, or, you know, your, your just, podcast host. Your, your, pod, your podcast your podcast host. host. Yeah. Also good Valentine's Day gift would, would be going on a nice dinner on a yacht. But I, I think I think I could get us access to maybe not a yacht, but a large boat. I know people. I I, I have connections. It would be down. It would it, see the problem. It wouldn't be on like, wouldn't be on the ocean. It'd be at the Lake of the Ozarks. That's where I have. That's where my. That's where my most of my connections are based. Because you know you know the uh, the film Ozarks mm-hmm. that where they you know launder money. And through the casino and through other ventures, that's kind of like I'm like the modern, I'm like the real life of that version. I'm not, I'm not doing anything illegal, but you know, I got connections down at the Ozarks. I'm like a big wig down there. I love Nick, big wig. Down I love there. Nick. Speaking of which, did you see that they might be putting a, a casino down at the Ozarks? Yeah, I saw that because that it's article on, went crazy. It's on the table. Like, it's on legislation, I guess. I, I, people said they are not confident that it's actually going to get passed. Well, with everything going on with the sports betting stuff kind of, uh, you know, coming to fruition around right. here now with Argosy Casino and Alton opening yeah. up a sports book. Yeah. First one in the St. Louis area that we know of. The TV football show live from Argosy. Oh, that'd be sick. Shout out at Argosy. Well, we're calling you out. We'll see. We'll see. Could Let's be a possible. Get a deal done. But uh, I don't know. I think that's more of a thing that people are going to try to expand yeah. the gambling mm-hmm. around right. here because it's going to make money for, exactly. for the states. I mean, that's it. That's why Illinois is putting it in first. You know? Yes. Yeah, I'm excited when uh, when Missouri will actually have sports gambling legalized where we can play uh, or where, where, where I can gamble legally. Uh, and with on sports, that is. Not necessarily. Because I'm, really, I'm not really a big table guy. But you don't like to throw the dice, do you? Nah, not really. I like to dabble in the roulette every once in a while. But but sports are fun because sports you can you can watch, you can watch sports, and, yeah. and you don't lose your money as quickly. Three hours of entertainment. That's Three what I like to say. Three hours of entertainment. We had the Battle Hawks on yesterday. I mean, as the time of recording this, we haven't watched the game yet. Correct. But so we don't know the result of the score. But excited to have Battle Hawk football, NFL, not so much XFL though. We'll take it. I feel like for the sharps out there, like all the sports betting sharps, I feel like you can get a good, uh, I guess, edge on Vegas lines if you know something about the league. Like, if you pay attention to all these football players, which I don't know 85%, probably 90% of the players in this XFL. uh, I know the Mizzou guys, and that's about it. Yeah, and I know, I've heard of Jordan Tamu, uh, mainly because he's the Battlehawks quarterback. I've known Christine Michael, Sammy Coates. Uh, I yep. think he was on L.A. or no? He's on uh, the, the team they play. Roughnecks. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks. But um, what are your thoughts on the league? I, I've actually, I actually got into it. Uh, watched it this weekend. And yeah. I think it, as long as the football talent can keep up with all the shit they do with the rule changes, it's going to be a cool league. Well, I said, you know, it's it's fun because it's different enough, but it's not too different. It's almost like the Pro Bowl. But competitive, mm-hmm. not the same talent level that's in the Pro Bowl, but you know all the stuff that they have. For instance, my favorite part of the XFL so far is that when a running back or a wide receiver, whenever a, a player makes a shitty play, they, they're jogging off the field, go to the sideline, get a thing at Gatorade, and immediately a reporter comes up there and says, hey, "All right, so you fucked up. What'd you do wrong there?" Oh, yeah. And yep. and there's it's just like no mercy. Love it. It's, slamming you down and it's funny because all the players are mic'd up and the and the coaches are mic'd up so you can hear them calling the plays and stuff like that and already 
on national television. First game, two F-bombs. Clear as day. Oh, it's beautiful. It, Clear as day. I love it. I fucking love it. It's so funny. It was so... It's just like stuff like that is, is fun and makes it entertaining. Because, yes, it's kind of you know owned by Vince McMahon, WWE. And so it has some of that flair of like, you know, craziness to it. But, uh, but it makes it almost a little bit more interesting. Obviously, the talent level is not anywhere close to what the NFL is and even college product is probably better than what the XFL is because uh, that's your opinion it's uh, I, I think that, <laughs> I agree with you I agree. yeah I mean when the the deep defensively from the defensive side of the ball I think it's it's fun to watch pretty pretty solid we saw a pick six we've seen sacks stuff like that offense no offense quarterback nobody can catch the quarterback football. nobody can catch football and the quarterbacks look like shit yeah so I agree well, here's the thing. I like the league, like where you've both agreed, where they have college rules. They brought over the one foot in rule. They brought in the same overtime like rules, which yeah. a shut a shootout instead of. And what I like the most about it, Nick, because we all like the NFL more. Obviously, XFL's new. We're uh, NFL guys. I think those will make the NFL make certain adjustments. Like as in, I think I I want to see the overtime rules go to college. For the NFL, I think it would be great. Twenty-five that would be in, amazing. that would be amazing. And especially if you're an over better, like think about how oh, like hell yeah. it's just it's fantastic. You know, the overs the would be set way higher. Oh my god, yeah. Well, they changed it enough where remember if it was a first score, I think it was like I don't know if you even know it was five years ago, but they changed it where it used to be if you win the coin flip, and it's still kind of like that. It basically means you're going to win because even if you get a field goal. The game's over. Right. Now it's you have to score a touchdown first. If you get a field goal, the other team gets a chance. But it's still, like, weird. Like, I'd rather just have each team gets a shot, see what happens. You know what I mean? Well, and I think that they got to take away, in terms of the NFL, the – the the, the the capability for it to end in a tie. That just, to me, is bullshit. I, I hate that rule. That yep. is just, you, you play till somebody wins. Doesn't yep. matter what – because in the NFL, the rule now is – if the first team to score gets a field goal, then the other team can get a field goal to tie or a touchdown. Touchdown, they win. Field goal, they tie. But then after that, the next point wins. So it's right. like, why would you end in a tie? Like one one team uses most of the clock. They kick a field goal. The other team uses a bunch of clock. They kick a field goal. The other team you know, tries to score late. They don't score. And then the game ends in a tie. No, that's, that's, that's stupid. stupid as that's hell. That's stupid. But yeah. overall... XFL, I think I think the rules are fun. And the transparency from from the officiating, I think, is really good. Having not only being able to see and hear see the ref that's in, you know, up in the booth looking at the replay saying, hey, this is what we got, but hearing the refs communicate back and forth, I think adds a level of transparency that if the NFL just adopted that, there's there's nothing there's no you're not taken away from the game at all if you're adopting that. And I think it takes away some frustration that fans have when they're like, oh, ref spots to call. Right. Because, again, every play is under review no matter what. We're in the NFL inside two minutes. That's not the case. Well, it, it, plays can't always be reviewed. No, definitely. And Ian, you brought up the mic'd up stuff. That is, for me, the greatest difference between the NFL and the XFL right now is that they literally have. I mean, they got to figure it out because the networks are getting pissed if the f bombs get out, and right. the players will learn not to. I mean, the NFL players probably get like some seasoning where they're like, "All right, like they have a guy come in and says this is what we need to do. 
don't want to get fined or anything. We don't want to pay these fines. Be, just be careful what you say if you're going to interview, blah, 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 blah. XFL players aren't used to that. It's a new league. You know, it's guys that haven't been in the NFL, or if they have, it was Well, for the a cup difference, of though, they're in, in the middle of games. They get hit, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck me. Well, right, but I'm just, that too. The mic'd up stuff you can't help. I'm talking yeah. about, like, in, in the interview. Oh, you had guys yeah, going, yeah, yeah. like, we're doing our fucking best. Like, you know, yeah, NFL yeah. players know not to say right, that. Right, XFL right. players are new to it. But for me, I love the mic'd up stuff because you can see the head coach calling the play. You could see the quarterback literally yelling at his offensive line. Yeah. It's fucking great. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's it, great it entertainment. comes in from the head coach, X-ray, 32 left, tango, and then you keep it, X-ray, left, 32, tango. Oh, it's great. It's like, w- what part of that, though, keeps a team from watching that, like watching this week and then going into next week knowing what the play is going to be? I think it's just they either have to keep them on their toes or I don't know. I, I really don't know. Because someone brought that up, that question up on Twitter. Like, what is the, you know, the stipulation from just being able to go read, write down all the what the plays, memorize them, and then when they're calling it out, I mean, I guess you have to have different call words, signal words, and stuff like that. Like, or if they say, like, X-ray like, 32B, the only thing that matters right there is the 32. Yeah. Or the X-ray B has nothing to yeah. do with the play. So, like, they'll say, like, that for next time, they'll say, like, you know, Stingray... 32Q, yeah. but it's always at 32. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like So football, yeah. it's like when some colleges put up like those big poster board with like all they the mean, random yeah, pictures. Most of them mean nothing. mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. So maybe right, that's guess, what they're going like, to do. Doing like the signal. I mean, I guess, and when they, you could easily just do do play kill. Where it you, could also be just for entertainment value where they're like, go ahead and say a play. But like, <laughs> yeah. Pl- like call oh, it a different oh, way. Oh, where they're the, like, they tell Jim Zorn, like Jim Zorn was mic'd up. Uh, I think he's the head coach for Seattle uh, Dragons. Seattle. And he's sitting there, and he goes, you know, X-ray, 32, Squire, B. And he might already have, like, a guy signaling a different thing. Yeah. He's just saying oh, it. Not okay. for, like, camera's sake. I bet, like, yeah. that's his actual call, but there's something with it yes. where, like, the quarterback yeah, doesn't you know. don't see. Or they might come up for the – like, he says a play beforehand, and they – I don't know. If and he then, knows he's and, mic'd up and he says well, another play, I, I, I don't Well, know, I guess but. it's because, you. I mean, you hear the QB call, call it in. So it's like and, – and the other thing I think is interesting, too, about this is that – when the uh, all the players are you know can hear what what the call is being called and so like for instance when Carl De- Cardale Don- Jones did the uh, did the flea flicker in the Houston game mm-hmm. he went back and his coach is saying all right be patient here be patient all right get it wait 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 throw and then he like and then he would th- throw then it. he would throw it and so he's like they're like talking to him while like mid play like yeah. okay running back you're running off 26 you're running off right tackle 26 all right when he hikes the ball that's where you're going and and like to me as a player i think that would kind of mess me up a little bit but if I, someone's I mean, in your ear, it's got to happen though yeah that's why, it, like, it's, it, that's, i wonder that's why i always wondered in the nfl and you, you can kind of see it with the xfl if the coach is actually always in their head of like certain like quarterbacks like i don't think for aaron Rodgers he needs to but for instance you know if Drew Brees drops back, I don't think he needs it either. It's just an, an ex, uh, example. But if, if Sean Payton is his ear going, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. Yeah. So, like, if Brees is looking right and then Thomas is to his left running at 15-yard in and he's wide open, I mean, Brees is good enough to look to him, but, yeah. like, does, does so, is someone in his ear going, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, like, well, does that happen? It's almost like when you're rolling through your progressions because you do, you know, how how the QB does their pro- pro- progressions, they go through one who the play is called for, one, two, three, and the check down. And so they go, have to go one, 
look them off, two, back to one, three, and then if none of them are open, go to a check down or run out. And so it's or you like Jameis Winston who stared out one, 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 yeah, one. Yeah, one, 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 one. Don't even look to the other side of the field, and especially when you're scrambling and have to roll out. I mean, that's why the QBs are so good because they can do all those other things deke the defensive end and roll out of the pocket and then start to scramble, fake it, and then still be going through their whole progression at the same time. That's why football IQ is so important for oh, yeah. uh, for NFL QB. But, no, it, it's definitely interesting. I guess the way you could uh, mitigate the play call stealing is to just have different kill words every week. You know, go call through the play and then just say disco one week and then yeah, yeah. that means the play's dead they're calling something else and then or then change it to nebraska or like when peyton does when he said omaha 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 omaha, 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 yeah. omaha. Like, then he says flex omaha it might mean like a yeah different thing. yeah like, exactly you know? like it and it's crazy to me that i mean the, the memorization of quarterbacks when they're going through those th- those play calling because I, mean, I remember playing madden madden's like regular uh the story mode or whatever and part of the series is you have to remember. They say, okay, yellow, two, Y, left, X, banana, Sierra, tango, four. I remember and that. And then you would have yeah. to run it back, and you're like, tango, I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and then you run in the play call, and the QB looks at their you know wrist thing or whatever, or if they don't have one, if you're just like Aaron Rodgers, like, all right, yep, Sierra, tango, Y, X, three, two on one, boom. And then they, they jump out and switch to an audible and go into something else completely. It's like, Holy shit! Dude, they have a video of John Gruden when he was younger. I think it was the he was the Bucks My head coach, and he was me. like he did like a run of like a ten second play call, and the quarterback kept messing it up. It was like I think it was Chris Sims or whatever, not Phil Sims, Chris Sims, yeah. and Chris Sims couldn't get it, and he's like, "Come on, it's blah 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 blah,", blah. and he like couldn't get it, and it was like, "Dude, I don't know how anybody that, can well, that's understand what, what he's saying," and especially like Tony Romo when he's in the booth and, and they can hear down in the field, they're going, "Sierra six left X ray," and Tony's like, "Yep, okay, he's gonna throw a." A three-yard post route here to Des Bryant steps back, boom! Three-yard post route to Des Bryant. I mean, he's literally calling the play, like he, oh yeah, like he knows the back of their playbook. But that's that's how but, like but guys he, like him and Sean McVay are. Yeah, like, they just they're so good at their job that like they live and breathe football. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. You ask Sean McVay like, okay, in 2016, in the second quarter with three minutes on the clock, the score was 31 to 20. He's like, oh yeah, Jared Goff stepped back, threw a slant route to. You know, Michael Thomas for a 14-yard – or for to Cooper Cup for a 14-yard gain. He spun out and was tackled by so-and-so. And you're like, Crazy. This was the clock. It was at this point in the, in the game. Like, LeBron, can, LeBron can do that, too, during, uh, like, the games. They ask him post-game, post and they'll be like – you know, that's LeBron. What plays? Like, oh, yeah, we we're down by two. Threw the pass up to, you know – Dwayne Wade threw an alley oop to so and so, and then we went up by up by four. It's fucking went crazy, to the foul, man. foul line, missed it, left so and so rebounded, and you're like, holy! Like, how the hell do you remember? I mean, that that's shit? why they're professional athletes, right? It's that's what like, they do. It's like, that's they their profession. Yeah, that good. Still though, so here's here's the uh, grooms grooms grooms. I said I said both names at the same time. Gruden and Sims. Whenever <laughs> Gruden was the Bucks head coach, uh, trying to tell Sims what to call. This is fantastic. Go green right X. Shift the viper right. Green right X. Green right X, shift the Viper right. 382 X stick looky. Here we go, guys. Green right X, shift the Viper right. 382 Y stick looky. I'm one. X stick looky. I'm one. Let's go scatter to west right tight. F left. 372 Y stick Z spot. Here we go. Scatter to west right tight. F left. 382 Y stick Z. Christ. Let's go scatter to west, right, tight, F left. Yeah. 372 Y stick Z spot. Here we go. Scatter. <laughs> Say it again. I'm... 
Scatter yeah. west right tight. F left. 372 Y stick Z spot. Here we go. Scattered to west right tight. <laughs> Scattered to west right tight. F left. 372. 372. 372. <laughs> y stick Z spot. Z spot. I don't want to break. And that means. Christ. And that. <laughs> I'm the problem. Might making you nervous, aren't I? No, I just couldn't awesome. spit it out. <laughs> and that mean that means like a slant route to Chris Godwin, right? But well, it's like, like a ten it's, second like play call, yeah, and then he gets pissed. Like, how do you not get? But that's how NFL QB should be. They need to know that shit. Well, that's I mean, wild. I mean, I was running through. Uh, I was at practice with some the Smet guys today through, through some of the wide receivers, and like they're they're like they're the five star wide all American wide receivers, and so like they're going to Notre Dame and, and wherever else, and so they're super good. But I mean, they're running through just like simple drills and they're, and they're they're going like okay you're gonna go shimmy left drop back left foot stop double take red and then go and they're like okay so chip it and they, just, they do it and it's wild and it's like no you're going left not right and they're like okay got it and they go they drop back like they're do the, do the defensive back stuff and drop back boom bam boom boom turn run go interception catch the ball it's like holy shit that's like, why it's just it's, a, it's a wild different, man it's a different language it's literally like learning a new language. Oh my god! Like for us that don't know it, I mean, yeah. you played football, so well. So, but for us, like, they were for just receiver, like, throw, there's like throw it to TJ. Well, <laughs> like, for, got it. For, for a receiver, it's easy. Like we had like three plays that we knew that number two was the play call. Yeah, like he would go like Miami. We had like all different like colleges and things like Miami, Ohio, and like California. And like Miami was like. Uh, a screen on the outside, wide receiver screen on the outside. I was inside receiver, so I'd go and like do a chop block to the cornerback, and the guy would come underneath and get like a five, hopefully an eighty-five yard touchdown. But it was like a little screen pass. Then we had like Omaha. Omaha was like I don't know if it was, it was Omaha, Oklahoma, or something. It was like a little five yard out for the inside guys. Outside guys run goes, and the running back runs like a little just I don't know sputter to the right. So it's like we all had like one name. We knew what we were doing. Quarterbacks, though, okay, think about as a quarterback, you have to know the play, know where the receivers are, know your number one, number two options, and know when the pressure's coming, what read to make. Not only that, take the NFL side of it, yeah. where you have all these type of play calls, and not only do you have to know all the reads, all the options, and then throw the fucking football well, but then you also have to like know what's a fake call, what's like the real call, yes. what's, a, what's yep. the audible, like... People go like, oh, quarterbacks, you know, if you have a good arm, you can be a quarterback. No, you can't. It's a lot of mental game. You got to have an IQ Fucking and then crazy. be able to make the read. Then still, like, even if, even if you get your read and see him open and get out of the pressure that's coming and call do the whole audible, you still got to make the fucking throw. That's exactly right. You, still, you have to you make it. If you miss him by five you yards, be, you're an idiot. Like, you everybody could be sees the that. smartest quarterback in the league. And, I mean, we've seen it tons of times. I don't have an example off the top of my head, but you see super smart QBs. They just can't make a fucking throw. Dude, I'll tell you, I was a decent athlete in high school. Not a great athlete. Decent athlete. What happened? Back, backup quarterback. Beer happened, Nick. Uh, beer, beer, happened. beer happened, Nick. Thank you. Beer uh, beer happened, of course, and then I, I enjoyed watching TV. Um, anyway, so I'm backup quarterback my freshman year, and the first game or first scrimmage we had, you know, I have never played football before. I was a receiver. I could catch but they had like A and B team going against each other. Of course, me and Schlemmer were the top two quarterbacks. Schlemmer would get the main offense. I'd get the secondary. Well, it was at a point I've never played quarterback in my fucking life. I know you drop back. I know you look your way and you, <laughs> you go. You look around a little bit. But this is the first time I've had like pressure on me. So I drop back and I literally see one guy running. A, I knew he was running a skinny post up the middle for like 20 yards. I threw it as fucking far as I could. So I, could. <laughs> I just threw it. And I thought it was incomplete. I get knocked down to the ground. It got tipped. The guy caught it and ran for 56 yards and got tackled. They go, dude, TJ, great throw. I'm like, 
motherfucker. I just threw. I closed my eyes. <laughs> that's all I did. I had no idea where the oh, fuck it was going. That's amazing. I, that's why I played receiver. I was good at running routes. I could catch the Hail football. Hail Mary, full of grace. Boom. Quarterback. I, I probably could have done it eventually, but man, I. I that's a oh, lot. That's a lot of pressure. That's gold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then yeah, to be able to take those hits and get back up and not be not be too rattled and be able to go through your progressions again. Yep. It's 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 crazy that the the talent level that it takes. What do you think is the hardest thing to do in sports? Uh, I think hitting I think hitting a, a baseball is the hardest. Well, what I think golf is the hardest to be great at. If that's what you yeah. mean, yeah, yeah, just like like to be consistent at golf is probably right. the hard. You have to think about how many things can fuck up from your backswing and going forward that you have to do it consistently. Like if you go off by an inch, it's going in the fucking woods. Right? How how do you do that? Like that to me, that is one of the most impossible like things. Talent levels. I don't care how if you play every day. Cause you could you could be the best in the world at something, and then like you you're off by an inch. Like if you're off by an inch on like a free throw, it can still bounce in. Golf, it's going right. Like you know what I mean. Like you literally have to hit it perfect every time. That's I think, hard. I think it would be pretty tough to do in the Olympics in the Winter Olympics. Those uh, what what do you call it? The alpine ski. I don't know if they're alpine ski. Where they shoot and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah where, that's they're, wild. where they're shooting and then they're doing the skis. That's like, wild. That is, yeah. That's got to be tough. I mean, there there's some sports where it's just like, like how the fuck do they do that? I thought hockey is pretty difficult because of the skating factor. Yeah, because you have to stop on a dime, and then you have so much like on a football field. You know, every everybody that does it at a professional level is it's awesome because I could never do it. Um, but for hockey, you have so much less room. And you have ten guys out there skating. I'm not, obviously not counting the goaltenders. Right. That you have a little bit of ice, and you have to somehow get around them all and score while everybody's throwing your stick at you, your body at you. Oh, by the way, you have like two other teammates that are next. To you. It's like it's so hard that when these guys make these moves between like three defenders, it's like holy shit. Like football, you got some room to maneuver. Yeah. You can go one on one against somebody, juke them out, stiff arm, you're down the sideline. Hockey, you got three fucking guys around you throwing sticks at you. Oh, wait, by the way, it's on ice, so it doesn't just stop. Yeah, the puck's consistently just, moving. It's yeah. I, hockey to me is wild. Hockey's, I love it. hockey's I love definitely it. the most fast-paced game, and baseball's obviously the, the slowest. I, I still think trying to trying to hit, read, and hit a MLB pitcher, depending on what he's throwing. Oh is, yeah, is the hardest thing to. You're, you're trying to pick up the spin rate coming off these guys in literally like a hundredth of a second and to see the be able to see the spin coming in time your hit guess it right and then swing yes right location and then do it on a consistent basis i mean <laughs> i mean we, we wonder why guys go and hit like 230 and stuff like that but but for the good like consistent hitters not necessarily even the power hitters but just the the consistent hitters in the game it, it's incredible i think we think of these guys too that get a hold of one they guess right they're on it they time it and they fucking hit foul you know what I'm saying? Oh, like pop it up. You just missed it. You wonder how why people get pissed off. That's why. Yeah, it's they, so hard to hit it as it is. Yeah, they see a, they see a meatball coming in. They're guessing fastball up and in, uh, and they're like, "Yep, ding ding, here we go!" And go boom, and just rip rip one foul, uh, or just get just underneath it and pop it straight up, and then they slam their fucking bat down. It, that that to me is like baseball's tough. That that to me is hardest. Like I bet you know it's it's easier to be a pitcher than it would be to be a hitter. Because if you, yeah, I agree. If you can get in the right mindset and are accurate and have a good arm, you can you can pitch well. If if you can keep your mind right and not get shell shocked if you have a bad game and or, then walk or bad like eight in a row, and walk eight in a row, or Rick yeah. Ankelate or something. Yeah, exactly. But but to be an MLB hitter and to like 
be, be consistent to... every single yeah. year, oh too, man. God. Like the Bryce Harpers. My, oh, I, I can go a step up. Mike Trout's of the world. Mike Trout. How yeah. the fuck does he hit 300? Like, unbelievable. It's man. crazy. Unbelievable. To me, to me, that that's hard. I know golf is golf is challenging. It's difficult. But to me, if, I guess in golf, if you can get into a rhythm, or or you know, depending on. You don't have to be the Dustin Johnson. You don't have to hit the ball 360 yards. You you can if you have a good short game and you're good with your irons, you can win. You can still be consistent. You might not be the best, but you can be on the tour. Think and, about this though. So for game for hockey and baseball and all these team sports, you know, if Nick goes over four and and the Cardinals still win three to two because T.J. Weber yeah. went three for three with two home runs. You can be hidden. You, it can be hidden. Golf, it's all on it's you. all on you. Yeah. You're your own guy. I had this conversation the other day with uh, one of the wrestling coaches from Lindenwood, like how your guys' job is different with like recruiting guys that are not only good at what they do and good at wrestling, but you got guys that literally need to like be confident in themselves because right. it's a team sport, but they compete one on one all well, the time. It's such a mental know? game, especially in, in those types of sport where it's the individual going. I mean, you look at Michael Phelps, like. One of the most decorated athletes in the world, and like his his bouts of depression and stuff, and like yeah. what what he went like what he went through, and just like and he's one of the he's the greatest, probably the greatest swimmer of all time, and and so it's just crazy depending on, you know, if you're not in like there's advantages of having that team atmosphere, even if you're not the greatest on the team, everybody kind of has their roles. Not everybody's going to be the LeBron James, not everybody's going to be the Mike Trout of the team. But you can still, you know, contribute and, and feed off the team. So it's definitely, definitely interesting to see. I would be intrigued from an athlete, from all of the athletes that either have played multiple sports or just play one sport, what their take on that would be, what the hardest thing to do in sports is. Yeah, it's a good conversation because I think a lot of people have different... Differing views, opinions, yeah, Especially, yeah. like, let, let's say we say a certain thing, but we don't play... Uh, soccer. Yeah, we're saying much, we're you know saying I mean? this is like, outside perspective of no sports. Correct. Like, correct. I mean, we, or the limited amount that we played. But at a professional level, yeah. I, I would even say at a professional level. Just if you played it at a higher level, college, or if you play it like even I would say even like a league that may not be professional, but like it's a lot of great athletes together. Yeah. What is the hardest to perform at? And I think we we would say baseball, hockey, and golf. To me, would be the toughest right. ones. But we mentioned how being a quarterback in the NFL, with there's all the different reads and strengths. Be tough. Like anybody could could be like you and me could go out and become really not become, but could play golf. We can't go out be in the NBA. No, like we just physically can't. So would some, not happen. So some sports are you know you have to be more physically gifted at, and some you have to be more just talent, just pure talent. Like golfer, like golfers. I think you can be a good golfer. I don't think you can just you have to put in. Thousands of hours of oh work to become on the PGA Tour. That's the thing, though. If you golf. put thousands of hours in and you're the best and you have a mental lapse, boom. Yeah, and that's yeah, it. That's screwed. golf. It is wild. It's so crazy. It's wild. So crazy. Your thoughts are welcome. 314 877 8597. You can also always get involved on Twitter at BruiseBOTB. It's our new uh, tag at BruiseBOTB. Let us know what you think is the hardest sport to be consistent at, uh, to be good at, obviously. Um, very interesting. And let us know your thoughts on the XFL. Obviously, 
a lot of fun, and we're pumped up a here. A lot of fun in St. Louis for just having football back. Man. Nice Battle Pro Hawks, get ready to kick off. Is that what you have pulled up on your phone over there? I do have it. <laughs> I might have to end this one a little short because uh, I want to go watch it. I, I figure that's exactly what you're doing over there. Got to do it. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this one up. Nick, uh, we'll, we will be back. So Tuesday now, we will have our next biz on the balcony out with Michael Sherping. Yes. He talks about uh, what he was doing at Ohio State. Very interesting story about how he got leftover food. Um, obviously, that was not eaten by anybody. Um, he actually took it at Ohio State. The gave bagels. It to, uh, the bagels. Gave it to homeless shelters, obviously, to help everybody, which is awesome. But then he also took some leftover excess bagels that they couldn't use and made it into beer. So very interesting story that will be out on Tuesday. Another episode of Bras on the Balcony on Wednesday. We have a new segment which we call Brews on the Balcony. Everybody's been talking about how you guys are named Brews on the Calling Balcony, us out. but you never drink beer on a balcony. Well, Calling we finally us are. Out. So now we did. Once a week, we will now have a new video out starting this week. Uh, you'll see the topic whenever we go. And then Friday again, Nick, we got Brews, midweek show. Or and I should say Blitz on the Balcony with Zook. We got a lot of got shit going Blitz on. on the balcony. We also got Bets on the Balcony coming on Fridays yes, now. that's right. To recap in the, the stories from the, uh, the sports gambling, the betting world, bad beats of the week best wins of the week, uh, all that stuff. Usually probably going to come out around Friday. TJ's doing some movie segments. We don't know where maybe Friday flicks, you know. There you I, go. We got, we got all kinds of shit. We're just, we're just loading Rolling, up man. the fucking content, baby. T-T, it's ready. I don't know. I, I just kind of yelled. <laughs> Save that. <laughs> I meant to say content's rolling. I kind of went, Woo! Yeah, TJ's excited for Battlehawk football, so we're going to go watch that. I can't even speak right now. All right, guys, we'll see you on Friday. Sure. See you guys. Bye, Netherlands. Go Battlehawks. Bras on the balcony. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to today's Brews on the Balcony. Once again, get involved on Twitter at Brews, B-O-T-B. That is our new tagline. Make sure you go to manscaped.com. B-O-T-B is our promo code for 20% off. God bless also Brew Vodka and STL Distillery. Find them online, stldistillery.com. Got some great content coming out for you guys. Can't wait. See you soon.